Yo, 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 what's up? It's Greg Santos. Welcome to episode 498 of CEO Life. You are the CEO of your life, whether you want to be or not. It's actually really crazy that I've done this 490 something times. That is insane. I'm about to come up on episode 500. That's crazy. That's really, really nuts to me to think that I actually have a podcast that, because I don't even think about it. It's just like, oh, I just, it's another part of my life. I don't really think about it very much because it's not like I'm using it to make money. It's, I just, I purely use it as a passion project. It really is a passion project. Like I love doing it. I don't even care to market it. Lately, I've been like, oh, well, it sounds like people really enjoy this. I suppose I should market it just because I can actually make a bigger impact on people's lives if I share more and if other people listen because there are people out there who may need to hear some things that I have to say if it's really valuable. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of mind blown right now. So I have this friend and he's been in my other stories. I promised that I wouldn't really reveal his identity, but he's a really, really fucking amazing friend of mine. So I asked him for permission to share the story with you. And he said, yes, go ahead and share it. Give me a second. I'm going to take a quick drink of water. So my friend, I've known him for maybe, what, maybe two years now. And when I talk to him, he is always talking about meditation and he meditates. Like he legitimately meditates more than anybody that I know. He talks about it the most. He's so damn passionate about meditation and he's so into it he's like yeah i'm gonna meditate sometimes he can get a little woo woo but man like i love how much he loves it just hearing like yeah you know i soaked i soaked this thing in um raw milk or something like that to like recharge it and there's like a full moon so there's like a special kind of meditation that we do and i know some people are like man that's like that's weird that's crazy but yo i fucking love that I love that so much about him because it's not necessarily about being right or wrong. It's not like I agree or disagree. I don't know enough information to really make an opinion on that. But what I really love is seeing somebody talk about something they fucking love and actually doing it and acting it out. It just lights me up so much. So meditation, meditation. I'm like, wow, like... Dude, like I'm thinking, I'm thinking, man, this guy's like obsessed with meditation, man. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I was like, man, like, because I have been a meditator. Like I've, I've at one point I was doing like I was meditating every day. Did that for maybe like a year, year and a half, and then I fell off the wagon. And I've been very spotty to get back into the groove. And usually my meditations never exceed ten minutes. I hear that twenty minutes, thirty minutes, forty minutes is like exactly where you want to be but like i don't know so i don't have i you know what i've had like one meditation from dr joe dispenza and it was like an hour and i remember i felt like i was in a different world that that was the only time like from meditation that i felt like i was not in my body that i felt like i was in this like i don't again with the woo-woo talk right it's like i don't want to sound like i'm in the quantum field but if I were to put language to this and I would feel that that is an accurate description of what I'm saying here in terms of it being a quantum field. 
And I was amazed. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, I gotta do that more often. But I was, I haven't been patient enough to actually sit down and go through the damn meditations because they're an hour long. I don't have time for an hour. I guess I do, right? What else am I doing with like that hour? I spend, you know, how I had to uninstall Instagram again because I was using so much time on there looking up memes. And uh, guess what, guys? Lose flash. Memes do not make you money. I don't think I've made a single dollar from posting a meme, and I've been doing it for three years. I don't know if this is an effective way to make my millions, but so far, it seems like nothing's happening. So maybe I, oh, that's why I had to uninstall it. I'm like, man, fuck this, man. Like this shit is not going to bring me a good return in my life seeing other people's lives. Who gives a fuck? It's very rare that I go on Instagram and I feel inspired. It's like very, very rare. Uh, and it, like, I just I just compare myself and I feel bad and I wish that I was where they're at because it seems like they're having more fun in me and that, than me in that moment than I do in my moment. And I don't like that, man. I don't, I don't want to have my brain like that all the time. Like if I'm constantly constantly going to something where it just makes me feel more shit about myself then why do i have to keep using that right i'm not i don't want to use it and i'm gonna do my best to stay off of it like well being like more strategic with it like being more of a creator than a consumer but um i digress so my friend has been all about meditation and i'm like okay wow like you're really obsessed with meditation but i'm like well, like, is it really working for you in your life? Because he was living a really good life at the time, right? Like, family was making money. Well, like, you know, he and his wife, you know, they were making good money and they were part of some awesome things. And I'm like, well, it seems like you have it pretty good, right? Like, I don't, like, how much does, like, the meditation help? I don't know because you already live a good life. And now he's actually splitting up with his wife. Well, I think fiance or something like that. And they have two kids together. And it came out of nowhere because I always saw the relationship and they always seemed like they were good. Always seemed like they had good communication. Just how they talked about how many coaches they have and how much they work on themselves and work on the relationship. It was a pretty big surprise when I found out that they're splitting up. And I was like, what? That like, what? That's crazy, right? So... So time goes on and my friend texts me, right? He's like, yeah. Or no, we, we are, we're actually on the phone. And I think it was like, man, like a few days after it happened, right? And this energy was low naturally, right? Like going through the stages of grief. And I talked to him about 30 minutes ago. And he called me. And it's like 6 p.m. And he says he has to be home at 7 so you can hear the L.A. traffic while his hands are on the steering wheel, you hear me on like the, the speaker in the car. And he starts telling me about his life. And holy shit, was he such a strong man, mentally and emotionally. The way he's fucking handling this situation is like, whoa, are you fucking serious? I'm just inspired by how well he's handling the situation and just like how in tune with his emotions he is 
and how how he's able to work through this man it was crazy so as he's speaking and he like here i am i'm like trying to process like the travel and stuff and that's been pretty challenging and difficult and i've been feeling a little mentally unstable like because i feel a little lost i don't really know what the next steps are like i kind of do with like stand-up comedy but i don't really want to do stand-up comedy right now like my my body is screaming for me to stay home like i'm having to everybody that wants to come hang out with me i i say look just come to my house and i live so out of the way i'm like come to my house if you want to hang out I, i'm not going to go to anybody else and and i wish that i could but just like i feel so fucking drained and I've been kind of in like self-pity like oh man like this is tough like how am I gonna get out of this and it's been a battle it's been it's been pretty challenging because I want you to imagine your whole life you have this sense of purpose you have this sense of oh man I know what I'm going for I know exactly what I'm gonna go for and you go for it and it's, it's such a big goal for you that it takes you a while to accomplish it and once you do it's like oh man I dedicated the last seven, seven and a half years to this. I put everything to this because this is the biggest thing I wanted and I got it. And then it's like, what next? What next? I don't want to, one thing I learned from my mentor Tatiana last year, um, we would hop on 90 minute calls every other week and she would just basically pour into me and Yasmina and she has been super good to us and you know we get to live with her and her in her apartment in san diego uh she didn't charge us anything she goes you guys can stay here and um you have a roof over your head she cooked us dinner a couple times you know she there was water she brought she was surprised us with food and one of the biggest lessons that i learned from her is is the thing you're doing is it is it in alignment with what you want and what you want your body will actually tell you exactly what you want because your body sends a charge right like an emotional charge when something is good for you or something's bad for you so for example i was like obsessing about a ps5 i wanted a ps5 and i wanted a ps5 and i just like didn't have enough money to do it and then i'm like trying to figure out a way to get this ps5 and i had to be super patient and all this stuff and it's like 9 a.m and I'm like about an hour away from home and, and GameStop opens at like 11 a.m. And I'm trying to time my drive so I can actually arrive at GameStop right as it opens so I could buy the PS5 and just go back home. And that's exactly what happened. So the moment I fucking bought the PS5, I felt this like, just like I wanted to feel joy, but what my body felt was like disappointment if, let me try to reflect. It was disappointment. It was like fear. It was like it was regret. It was like it had like tremendous buyer's remorse, and I instantly realized like, oh man, like this PS5 is not gonna like really help me out through this time as I'm trying to find myself, and I'm trying to use logic to make me feel good about getting this PS5. I'm trying to talk myself into it. I'm trying to ignore my feelings, but I live like up a slight hill, and I probably have to drive like five minutes going up that hill before I'm home so I'm driving up that hill I have my hand on the steering wheel uh, both of them and I'm gripping the like wheel like some horns and I'm just thinking to myself I'm like 
I, I regret this. I, I didn't, I don't wish I didn't buy this. Like, oh my God, I wish I had, I'd rather have the money. And I get home and I'm like trying to like convince myself. I'm trying to convince myself. I set it up. I'm trying to build excitement. And it's like, just not like, it's just not happening. And after, like, I think after the first day, I'm like, you know what? Like, fuck this, man. I don't, I don't want this. So I asked my older brother, I'm like, hey man, do you want to buy it? Cause I know you want to buy one anyway. Uh, you can just have it. Um, that's how much it costs. $750. My, does that sound good? He's always, yeah, sounds good. And I felt better about myself. But what I'm saying is my body knew all along when I bought it. I was trying to convince myself, trying to convince myself, trying to convince myself, but my body knew the very second it happened. And so with those other things where I feel super great about that, I feel super charged and my mentor Tatiana, she would say, you got to do what you feel is in alignment with you. What that means is how does your body respond when you're doing what you're doing? Is it respond in a way that you feel, okay, this is good. Like I feel like I'm on a, I'm on a good path here. Or do you feel like, oh, like in your heart, you're kind of unsure. You don't really know. And she really helped us like, hey, you know, what makes sense the most is alignment. And right now in my life currently, I've been feeling resistant to like wanting to be home, but everything about me wants to be home. And I'm like, man, I'm working to work through this. Like I feel emotionally and mentally not, not my best right now. I'm like scrambling and I'm like trying to figure stuff out. And what I thought about was, wait a second, like my friend is actually going through something that's actually much worse than what I'm going through. Oh yeah. I had a, had a three month tour of Europe with my best friend and it was challenging, but like this guy is like losing or like breaking up with like the love of his love of his life, mother of two children. And it happened around the time I finished my Europe tour and to think that he's going through this, but he has like a much more stronger mindset is like inspiring to me. So he, he gave this example. He said, I forgot who, who it was, some kind of like mythical, um, I forgot what it was, but he said like somebody built themselves up physically. So when they take a punch, it doesn't really affect them. And he said he took all that time. So when it came to the punch, he was ready and he equated it to the same thing. Like, Hey, you got to do the same thing emotionally and mentally. And you do that through journaling. You do that through meditation and mostly though, like those two to like stay strong mentally so you can stay dialed in. And that was like the most inspiring testimonial to meditation that I've seen. And I was so blown away. I was like, dude, can I please, please, please share this? And he's like, yeah, no problem. So I think, I think we all get lost. I don't think that what I'm going through is like personal to me. One of my mentors, when I was writing copy for him, he said that which is most personal is most universal. I'm sure there's a lot of people that have felt lost or are doing things like, I'm not sure if I should be doing this. I don't really know. And you know what? It's, it's tough. It's tough. And I'm thankful that I have friends who can be examples for me unintentionally. You know, he didn't get on the call to really try to do anything. He's just speaking. I'm like, wait, what the fuck is going on here? Like his mindset is 
really incredible. And and don't get me wrong, there are there are things that I I feel that there is some kind of like you know still some emotion attached to that. But I think it's totally natural. Like you spend so much time with someone that you love, and like all of a sudden you have to like break away. Of course, you're gonna still have some kind of emotionally charged things about the relationship, some good and also some bad. So it's not like he got on; he was like super perfect, but you can tell that the better side of him was shining through and it was winning more battles than not. And that is what is inspiring to me to think, wow, through this, I can see where he's human and still man, man. So I never felt more inspired to meditate in my life. He, he actually gave me some homework. He's like, Hey man, journal. We're going to talk in two days. Journal, 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 and think, meditate, um, and see what happens. So I hope this is helpful to anybody else that feels a little bit lost right now and is also feeling like kind of unstable mentally. I'm not talking about like I belong like in a fucking asylum, but like I, my brain is almost like trying to reach for a branch, but it doesn't know what branch to reach to, and it keeps like falling down. And it's like, okay, I... I'm trying to f- find like a purpose and it's it's tough because I've never been here before. So maybe I'll find some more answers through longer meditations and journaling and um, I don't know, I'll, I'll report back. So this is what I'm doing. If you have any ideas, have you been through this um, and you like, I want to hear from if you've gone through something like this where you've accomplished your biggest goals and you felt really lost and then you found out a way to get out of that like I would I would love to hear what worked for you and of course I'm going to share what works for me as I go on because this isn't about me being perfect this is like I I wanted Tony Robbins I wish Tony Robbins and when he was 26 took out his fucking cell phone or recorder and put his mouth to his recorder and speak and talk about his life and talk about his day-to-day and talk about how he's imperfect because when we see the man on stage we're like okay but is that like is that like really him right it's like does he like actually live that because like i don't know i know he's healthy but i i want to see some of me and him does that make sense? And I feel that I don't see a lot of me in him. And I would love to hear how normal he is because that would make me feel more inspired by who he is because I know the challenges he went through. I know how he felt emotionally. I know how he dealt with it. I know all of that. I wish I had that, you know? I wish, I wish the world had that. How amazing that would that be to have that kind of documentation. So I'm really just putting out into the world what I wish I had. You know, when I'm 55, 60 years old and I have like 3,000 episodes of my podcast, the young, young entrepreneurs are going to be able to go back, listen to where I was at when I was their age. What was I thinking? So they can see, hey, am I, am I ahead mentally? Oh, I see he also had this challenge. Oh, this is how he solved it. 
and all that. So I really, I really want that in the world. And I feel that, no, I'm not going to say that. So anyway, hey, appreciate you. This was a whirlwind of a call that I had with my friend and I'm going to do some meditation now and I'm going to do some journaling and uh, report back with him. So hope you're crushing it. If not, hope you're finding a way to crush it. Peace.